to Hormone Training. I'm Jay Daye. Hi, I'm Leslie. And we're a variety show. That switches topics every week. And this week, we're going to be talking about some thoughtful shit. But some queer thoughtful shit. And this is the last episode to our Queer Talk series. But it was great. I, you know, we talked about uh, looking gay, gay lesbian bars, and we talked about misogyny. Misogyny, yep. And now we're going to talk about parents. How would you feel? How'd you feel... I guess reflect because I'm sure you've heard a few. I'm uh-huh. sure there are some cringy things in it, whatever. But how do you feel about that whole thing compared to last year, where we did with the one with um, Casey, Angel, and Bella? I think that you know, obviously, having really cool guests is always helpful, and I do think that we were able to redeem ourselves. I For feel sure. like you know we laid out some really good points and just had a very good, fruitful conversation. Um, not necessarily trying to convince anyone of anything or trying to talk over anyone. It was just having an honest, open conversation about our own lived experiences based off the topic. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, I've heard people really enjoy it. And, and I've enjoyed listening to the development of who I am as a person. Yeah. Uh, and just seeing like how else more I can continue to articulate myself and things that I can continue to look into um, specifically like the last one, internalized misogyny within, you know, w- women loving women's spaces, but also me, myself as a woman and I identify as a woman, just seeing where I am at fault and in any space like that, because it's something that, Maybe we can all all, yeah. all be at fault. I mean, we do live under this big umbrella of patriarchy. And so I'm bound to just kind of uh, maybe side one way or another with something. And yeah. I'm just kind of being alert to that and being open to to being called out and 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 and, and learn. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I th- I thought it's been great to have women's voices highlighted, but also I just enjoy that non-judgmental way that we all just talk, that we can just be like, ooh, or also, huh? And then mm-hmm. but laugh and then joke about each other and like just diffuse the situation and right. have really deep conversations too. And mm-hmm. I just really love that about the these episodes that, you know, Brie and Indura were so good about opening up about things that are pretty hard to open up about right you right. know we would have opened up too but we already we've been talking we talk way, we too, talk much. way too much so every wednesday yeah <laughs> y'all can listen to those episodes because we definitely divulge more information than we need to that much. and it was not our time but i just loved their input and yeah their experience that you're just like i relate to you mm-hmm. but also there's so much that i'm learning about humans and how we all interact with the world where like yes we're the same but also we're different enough that these things are learning experiences for all of us not just like not just like oh that's different i can't relate like oh that's different i'm gonna take that into my next you know right just inquiring and being open to something that you may not relate to Mm -hmm. i think just allows you to be more accepting and compassionate towards others which is which should be the point for everyone all right, let's so, just go. Let's get let's, into this right. parent talk. So this is going to be the last little question section of our little queer talks, and I want to say thank you for Indura, yeah, and Bria and <laughs> Leslie hey. for being open 
and talking about your experiences because I think it's really important to get women's perspectives on these things. And that's been one of our main goals of this season. And like this part of our podcast is to interview more women. Right. And to have that voice more uplifted. So to have two queer women, I think, is really special. And thank you guys for Yeah. Thank you for your time. We really do appreciate it. And yeah. opening thank up and giving us your POVs for my friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for the baby gays. Okay. No, seriously. And that, that's who this is for. That's the, who this is for. So let's talk about what is your relationship with being gay and accepting it with your parents? Yeah, for me, it's um, it's definitely a work in process, progress, however you want to see it. Moms always know, and I stand by that statement. And so I'm getting to the point where, or I am at the point where I'm kind of going to do what I want. Kind of what Endura said, she's like, oh, I'm old and I just like yeah. don't care, right? Yeah. Or whatever. And it's also my life. And also kind of trusting that, knowing my parents and, and all of that, I don't think that they'd be like, we don't have a daughter type of thing. I I think that it would be an adjustment. But I also know that they know. And it's been like sprinkled here and there. And even more now that I am in a relationship with a woman that I like will coin um, two things all the time. And I'll be like, San Diego, Jacqueline. San Diego, Jacqueline. (laughs) And so that my mom will get an idea and then she tries to act brand new. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm just not going to have this conversation. And then, you know, alhamdulillah, in the future, two years, three years, I'm like, by the way, like now this is happening and da 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 And so I'm okay with with not telling my mom and having her be like, ah, my girlfriend's name is Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. It's fine. Because I know my mom knows. I don't know so much about my dad, but my dad is very, like, chill a lot more chill than what I think. But for me, I never like introducing things if I'm not sure of the certainty of them. Mm-hmm. Because I always, for me, need to know that they're meaningful. And I do this with a lot of things. I do this with like jobs. I do this with like a life change, something significant in my life that then I feel sure of it. There's something about, I guess, I don't. I never want to be like, oh, there she goes again. I guess type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we get it, girl. We get it, girl. <laughs> and so I've never presented anyone to my parents and anybody. I've told my mom here and there when I've maybe dated someone or or, or, or what have you for longer than like a month or mm-hmm. two or whatever. But um, yeah, I'm okay with it. I, it's a thing. I know my parents are very Mexican Catholic and very like, and I think it's an adjustment. It's mm-hmm. adjustment for my mom specifically. Because I know my mom's like, but you're a woman. How could you? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. And it's something that she said before. So You are, would you say, you always say, I am a, the child of my mother. I am the child of my mother. So that's probably why yeah. I reckon with a lot of these things. Wow. But I know she said that flat out. She's like, it just doesn't make sense. And my mom just thinks that I like to do things because they're cool. And I know she's, <laughs> you know, she's said that in the past before. Yeah. And... I just let it be what it needs to be. I also, I'm just like, I'm living my life, doing my thing. And I've just flat out has said, I don't want you to be shocked if I don't come home with someone that you think I would come home with. And that's it. I'm totally okay with it. That's hot. I can totally relate. So I grew up Catholic. Um, My mom was, was the youngest of eight and all raised like super traditional. Like most of her brothers and sisters born in Mexico. Um, only her and a brother were born here in America. Okay. So, like, 
everything that that was instilled in her like you know she tried to instill in us and like I've I've done my sacraments up until I never did my confirmation mm-hmm. and it was because and I didn't I didn't I didn't realize it until I was an adult that it was around the time that I was you know I came out and it mm-hmm. wasn't my choice also like going back to like the whole like image and self-image and stuff and like how we present ourselves like I didn't like people telling me who I was before I even figured it out like when I came out like I was pushed out of the closet like I didn't want I wasn't comfortable I wasn't ready to come out yet because I was still trying to figure it out myself you know mm-hmm. and you know at the time like I was really attracted to girls and I was really exploring with girls at the time like I had a girlfriend and I was sneaking out to her house and like Ooh. that's how I got caught I got mm-hmm. caught sneaking out and, Con las manos and I may or may not have taken the car but you know <laughs> So that's really how they wow. found out. But um, but yeah, like I was forced out, and like as soon as they they knew that side of me, it was like, yeah, my dad was super chill about it. But he was in his mind, it was like it's a phase. Like mm. she'll grow out of it. Like you know, it's nothing big. And my mom, it was like, oh, you're gonna go to hell. Like you're oh. you're fucking you're such a sinner. And you know, throwing the Bible in my face and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I was so scared. Like, and at that point, I was like, how am I gonna you know confirm like this is the religion that I want to believe in? These are my beliefs. That's my faith. Like, if they're gonna reject me so much, like, and you know, and how can I accept myself if I'm you know this? I'm such a sinner. I'm. It's mm-hmm. evil. You know, it's bad. It's wrong. Like. Being so wrong, like, it can't feel right. Mm. And so I was still trying to be open to that idea of myself that, yeah, I I can be with the man. Like, I don't know because I've never been with a man. And I remained open-minded to it until I was about 18. Mind you, I had never been in a relationship with a guy. I've never even, like, been sexual with a guy. But I've always kept, like, a guy there. Mm-hmm. As, like, a close friend who always had feelings for me. And I just kind of kept them there because, you know, I knew if if I ever decided to go that route, like, I had someone there. Mm-hmm. I guess that feeling of being wanted is is what kind of kept that option also open. Yeah. That's a whole other story. <laughs> we need <laughs> it to a girl. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I think these stories are important because there's just so many different facets to being queer, right? Uh, yeah. It's just some of us are forced out by... Our parents, mm-hmm. some by school, some our parents are still kind of in denial. Like it's crazy. So um, yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I didn't like this whole like people deciding who I am. Mm. I did not like that, and especially when I was still figuring it out, I'm still on that journey, and I'm realizing you know more things are. It's kind of like a domino effect. Like everything affects everything else and I feel like that made me like kind of put myself in certain boxes where it's like no I have to be you know more feminine presenting if if I am you know bisexual or no if I'm a lesbian like I can't you know think guys are cute or find them attracted like is that on a surface level is it on a sexual level like for the longest time and I still struggle to it with it till this day like um I find myself you know fantasizing sexually Mm -hmm. but when it comes to, you know, physically seeing somebody, I am not attracted to that at all. So it's like, now mm-hmm. it's just getting to a deeper level. Like, where where are those thoughts? Where are those ideas stemming from? And what is it all tied to? Have you done the lesbian master doc? No, I have not. It talks about, like, the uh, societal pressures of, like, needing to be in love with men and, like, the oh, heteronormativity yeah. of totally all of that. That's totally a thing. Master um, what? 
It's That's called the Les- Lesbian Master Doc. It was on TikTok for a while. Okay. <laughs> Look it up. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That okay. help <laughs> well, I'm also curious about how did your parents know you were with a girl though? Because they she they took did, the car. I know, but she literally. Drove but, but it's not yeah. okay because oh, it's yeah, not I like they yeah. they like GPS in. They're like, this is a girl. Well, I told them, and then like you're like I was another another reason I rejected like women so much at some point was because as soon as they realized like oh you like girls you like all girls so. Any of my friends that I was, you know, close to, oh, you're you're dating her, like you're with her, and like they they very much blamed, like they were in denial for sure, and I f- I still feel that my mom might be like deep down, sadly, yeah. <laughs> but okay. yeah, like they blamed it on. Um, so I was I grew up playing basketball, like that was my thing. Of course, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> It's always it's always softball or volleyball, bitch. It's always one or the other. But yeah, so like, um, I was I was in teams growing up, and like, uh, when I got to high school, like I made the JV team freshman year, and so I was with a lot of older girls, and a lot of them were, you know, a lot of them were mass presenting, and mm-hmm. like, back in the nineties, like you know, especially the connotation with basketball, like it was very like stereotyped that a lot of you know. Uh, basketball players that are women they're lesbians oh wait yeah. basketball or baseball basketball, basketball. oh basketball. yeah wait yeah basketball yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes okay WNBA all that like okay. I want to play but, you know <laughs> anywho like yeah so they they're like oh you know it's the girls on the team like we're gonna take you out of school like no more basketball like they were trying to push all these things out and blame it on them and mm-hmm. like when I Whenever I had any uh, friends come over, like, it was so long until I could finally bring an actual partner around. Like, the conversations were just so uncomfortable. Like, I remember one of the first times that I ever felt, like, truly disgusted in myself was we were sitting down and I had never, I didn't know it was a thing, but Victoria's Secret Runway one way show, uh-huh. you know, like oh yeah, I that's hot. And like back in the nineties, the angels were just like iconic, right? Like, I didn't know like it was a thing, like all this stuff. So it was my first time ever seeing it, you know. And so we're watching it, like they're coming out, and I was truly admiring like the fashion of it, like with the Good, wings. Where are you, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you like Krabby Patties on just Squidward. And that's my that's my, you know, feminine balance. Like the whole I was in awe of it. Like no. this looked like it was sick. Like yeah. and then just them being so confident and so like, oh, this is me, this is my body, like, you know, like that was, you know, so surprising and shocking and like I was in awe of that. And you know, we're sitting there and I'm with my family and my mom turns to me and is and she's just like, oh, like, you're enjoying it for another reason, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And I, like, I immediately just, like, was disgusted. Like, my mood completely changed wow. and I just felt like, this is bad, this is wrong. Like, no. And I left. I was so embarrassed. I was just, like, I couldn't sit there any longer. And, like, till this day, like, it's still those feelings are still with me and I try to, you know, grow from that. I try to heal from that. And I've had conversations about it now too. And even that is still uncomfortable to talk about because now, like, even though my mom has, you know, accepted and she's, she's learned and she's educated herself, but she's also opened up herself a lot more. Like it's still hard for her because in that moment, like 
I feel like she still somewhat has those feelings deep down. Yeah. But at the same time, I know it's uncomfortable for her to see that side of her. Yeah. To see that side of herself. And so those feelings still stay with me. But as far as like moving forward, like now having a fiance and bringing my fiance around, like I still kind of hold myself back from, you know, getting, I guess, really just accepting what their relationship is because like my my mom loves my fiance and vice versa like they've become friends and I love that their relationship has grown but I still have a fear and I still have this I guess in a sense I'm kind of protecting my fiance Mm -hmm. and myself but I I think it's just really more myself Mm -hmm. that I'm trying to protect as far as them getting close and really you know my mom's you know is she fully understanding or is she fully accepting and like has no no more reservations in her mind of who I am and, and who I love, yeah. you know? I am curious, Brie, real quick. You said you brought a partner before you brought your fiancé to mm-hmm. your family. How do you do that when – how did you – why did you do that when you know your mom <laughs> Why'd you like, do that? <laughs> when your mom is, like, anti. So, like, why would you do that? You're like, I'm going to rub it in her fucking face. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I guess it was, like, I needed to see the proof. Like, even though – you know, I didn't know if she was putting in any work or I don't know if she was, you know, trying to educate herself or doing any learning on her part. Like, all I know is that I had these, you know, the interactions that I did and it just stayed with me. And so every time it was like, well, you know, is it is it real? Is she really accepting of me? And so I would bring these partners around kind of like as, you know, validation. Like, you're going to accept my partner. If you can accept them, you can accept me. Like, mm-hmm. if they see this is real, then then it is. And I needed to know that. And I don't know why. And, and you guys kind of make me think about it, too, because I'm like, fuck, like, why did I? If I really do have these feelings, and it's like, I needed to see. I needed to see it. I needed to feel it. I needed to know it. And so I, you know, I brought them, I brought them around. And like, it ended up kind of, in a sense, other way around rather than my partner being the validation of my sexuality it was like no like I my sexuality like they got to know me and they grew to know me and my mom ended up like really validating my partner for me and it was like this eye-opening moment because like as soon as I saw that my you know my partner my my mom could really get along and like that's how I knew she was the one and like to see that relationship, like, she instantly, like, they they had this connection. And, like, seeing it grow, like, like that's one of my favorite things to see. I've grown to, to be more attracted in, like, this other level with my partner and, like, developing fat developing relationship relationships with her family as well like her sisters I love them I see them as my own sisters and I feel so welcome and so you know loved by them and it's so real and like to have that validation is like on another level it's just it's fucking indescribable like yeah I hear you really quickly you mentioned validation do you ever run across the idea, right, because you said maybe it was a form of if they validate my partner, then I'm validating myself. Mm-hmm. So if you can connect with my partner, then you're connecting with me. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see it in, in terms of just like I'm showing you, like, okay, your mom, like, 
look, like, we're nice. As in, like, we, because we're, like, an entity, right? Like, we're gay, we're nice, so my partner's nice, she's nice, she's cool, you can like her, so you can like me. Yeah. Type of thing. Yes. Like, look, Mom, we don't melt when we look Look, Mom, like, we're not, like, pervs, and then yeah. we, don't, we don't all look this way. Like, yeah. it's just, like, I promise, we say hi. Type of thing to show, like, yeah. I've done been like this. I'm your daughter. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Is your, um... <laughs> Like, your mom's POV, like, that's significant to you, like, culturally. Do yeah. you... I wonder if you ever think about, generationally, what that cycle's like, and how could how could she come to full acceptance? Yeah. Do you ever think about that, and oh, yeah. if that would happen in this lifetime, and not feeling so disappointed about it, because it's just like, how could you know? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing, or...? Um, I... So she she lost her her parents at well she lost her mom right before I I was born so I never met my grandma and she was like she was my she was her uh, caretaker mm-hmm. um and so she like like that was her world yeah. the women in my mom's life were her world mm-hmm. and I know to this day she always carries in her mind like. Am I living up to her expectations? Am I living up to their, you know, ideas and standards? And am I am I making them proud? And till this day too, like I I sometimes hold in my heart like fuck, like would they even accept me if they were still here? If they were still present? If they were in my life? Like would it be different? Or or would they be just as loving and just as open and just as accepting of me? Like is this just all in my head? Or like you know. Do I, do I genuinely still feel that love? Like, I feel like they are with me all the time, every day. And I do feel surrounded by love and protected. But for some reason, like, I just can't fully accept that, that it's there mm-hmm. and lean into it. And like, like, yeah, is it? <laughs> and that's when it's just becomes that, this cycle yeah. of stuff, this cycle of, you know, self-doubt, self-trauma and just. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a thing for sure. Yeah. I've, I've had, you know. Kind of, my mom, when I told her I was gay, was, like, not a good, it was not a good conversation. I was kind of also outed, like, I had, like, a friend over, and then when he left, I had hickeys. So it was pretty clear what happened. He was my first boyfriend, so I had his picture on my wall, so it was, like, pretty clear that this is, like, someone I'm interested in. And I don't know if your mom did this, but my mom would, like, clean my room to rearrange it, but she was really, like... She was snooping. She was snooping. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I just remember that, yeah, she was just like, what the fuck is this? And I'm just like, mom, I'm bi. I like <laughs> girls and guys. And blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, no, you're not. Blah, 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 blah. Like, what would your... And I had nephews at the time. So she was just like, what would your brother say about your nephews and all this stuff? And like, it was just like very, like, not good. So my high school was like very chaotic. Like, we had a very bad relationship, screaming. Just like, you know, I was just a mess. I was getting crazy. And I just remember, like, our relationship was so bad that, like, I left for college. And then, like, us being separated and not talking kind of, like, showed her, like, oh, damn, like, this is, like, not, this isn't, like, healthy for me to have this relationship with my son. And I remember when I moved to California, or I think it was more Kansas City, I was just like, I'm gay and I'm going to marry a man. And that's what my life is going to be. And she was like, well, if you marry a man, then I can't be part of your life. And I was like, that's fine. And like, 
through that whole time of like her saying that and like her calling me again, like it was like kind of a while. And it just kind of showed like how stupid that was, right? Because like, okay, so this is what it's like. You don't want me in my life? Okay, then let's not talk at all. And let's see how you handle that. And then it really took her a really long time to accept it. And like, um, I was here in California whenever Pulse happened. And I remember she was just like, I just don't want you to be gay because I don't want that to happen to you. And I'm like, mom, it could happen to me if I go to a concert. It can happen to me if I go to the store, if I'm at school. So being gay has nothing to do with that. And I was like, and this is part of my life and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. With my mom, it just took a lot of like just hammering in and just not letting any of the bullshit slide. Like if she said something like acting brand new, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, mom, I said I was gay. I'm not dating women. Things like that. And like we're to the point now where like she's like, like, you know, some of the things that you were saying, like, I think, I don't know if you, have you told your mom any of these feelings that you have about, I think, I think you should. I know that it's hard, but to them to see you so emotional, just saying like, I've never felt accepted by you. And like, I'm working through this. They're going to see like that pain and they're going to like reciprocate. Cause like moms, apparently they're connected to you for for life. (laughs) Apparently they're, they're. Umbilical cord, bitch. Yeah. So you're grown inside of them. And I, they do see it and she might not get it, but at least the conversation was had and she'll now like reflect on that. You might not get the sorry that you're looking for, right? But I think for them to understand where you're coming from and to understand like these deep things that they don't even know. Like she probably doesn't even remember that, you know? And like my mom has like said, like, I don't even remember saying those things to you. And I'm like, well, I do because mm-hmm. they're in my fucking soul. So <laughs> I remember that. But my mom's, oh my gosh, she's like 79. So she's like really old. And for her to come to terms with that at a later age makes me like, yeah, people are brought up a certain way, right? But I think what the hard part with my mom was that she's very religious as well. And she's been Catholic longer than I've been her son. Yeah. So. I'm sure that there is some sort of disconnect on like, well, my whole entire life's belief is this. And now yeah. my the love of my life is coming in saying like, by the way, I fucking hail Satan. Like I can <laughs> I can I, 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 I can think that's what it's like. It'd be like yeah. if one of your kids came out and said I'm a Republican. You'd probably be like, Why? Why? Like I can't accept you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So I can't hate her, but I can also like tell her like my feelings and whether she accepts it or not, it doesn't matter because regardless of our relationship, I cannot not be gay or not be queer in some aspect. So if she can't accept that, then that's like on her. And I've really grown to have a really good relationship with her where like, I have like these depressing moments where like I'll sleep (laughs) or whatever. And I was like telling my mom, I was like, yeah, I slept for like 12 hours, whatever. And she's like, because she knew she knew I was dating someone, and she still thinks I do, just because I wanted to get used to me yeah. <laughs> dating someone. And she's like, "Is your boyfriend abusing you?" She's like, "Because I read that you know people go into depressive states if they're in like domestic violence." I was like, oh "No, mom, God. it's not." Yeah. But for her to even like bring it up, bring it up like that, I was kind of like, "You kind of can like, yeah, you get it, you know." And then now I'm just being more explicit because at this point I'm almost thirty, and it just. I have to, like, my mom will say something and I'll be like, no, mom, I'm a fag. Like, that's, like, I say these words to her to, like, kind of, like, jolt her into, like, oh, shit, like, okay, this is, 
Okay. This is still happening. This is yeah. He's gay, and like when I like had lunch with my with my mom and my aunt, you know, they were like talking and all that stuff, and I was like, well, you know, Dia, I was like, I'm I'm gay, and and she's like, I know. She's like, everybody knows. I was like, wait, you and all my uncles know? She's like, yeah, of course we know. And I'm like, how? She's like, you posted something on Facebook about a boyfriend, and we all sort of, and I was just like. <laughs> Oh, okay. Then you know. Then you know. Okay, that's fine. That's but, fine. Jay, you do you think though? Because I've kind of seen this journey with your mom, which I think is beautiful. Oh yeah, because she's I seen my mom. Fucking love Rosa. Been, been, but she's been problematic, right? She's, she has, and I think I didn't even register that. Yeah, she's been more Catholic than she's been your mother. Um, for Christmas, she gave me this um, oh Jesus God. book. <laughs> it was like a, a daily affirmation daily. thing. Oh, <laughs> the so John Genesis the fourth. And then for, and then she also sent me just these ripped out pages of prayers. And she's like, "You want Leslie maybe reading these prayers?" Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Rosa, thank you for coming through." Yeah. Now I know what day it is every single day of, of the day of the, of the month. So, do you think though, like your your mom is now at a point because she is older? That she thinks of it more, I'd rather just have a relationship with my son. And yes, it comes with your sexuality and you'd be like, I'm gay, um, by the way. Do you think she's at a point now that maybe she doesn't resist it as much? Not only because of the work that you guys have done with healing your relationship, but, you know, realizing like, I just, I want to have a relationship with my son. And this is part of it. Is that a thing? Do you ever think that's a thing or what do you think? I think you can change the minds of people when you love them. And I think mm. when you really love someone and they're coming to you empathetically, calmly, rationally, you can't go against that. And I think part of our growth has been having these uncomfortable conversations and just like telling her like, mom, like gay people aren't aren't like pedophiles. I was like, yeah. yes, some gay people are pedophiles, but there are a lot of straight people that are pedophiles. Mm -hmm. I was like, and there's a lot of women that are are pedophiles. I was like, you can't equate those two things together. Like you have to think rationally about these things and, you know, bring statistics and be like, this is why, you know, sexual abuse goes on blah, because you don't suspect the family members. You think it's blah, blah, blah. So like really like coming to her, like with compassion, but also like here are the facts. And you grew up in a small town in, in Mexico where you had like a fifth grade education so, and then you move to a country, you don't even speak the language. I'm sure you don't know the statistics of what's going on. Yeah. So I, I just think there's been so much work and, you know, I have an altar where I'm trying to reconnect with my ancestors. And part of my journey was also like accepting that, like, how am I praying to people that probably don't even like me? Mm-hmm. But I never feel that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel so much warmth and acceptance when like I pray to them and it's so weird because it's, like, so comforting and so, like, feel this, like, dome of just, like, you're fine. Like, don't worry about it. And I've never felt judged. And in my altar, I have a, a safe zone a coffee cup to have the water as, like, an offering. And I have the safe zone to, like, show them, like, hey, like, I'm a fag. And like, <laughs> also, like, if any of my ancestors were also – because my ancestors aren't necessarily my direct descendants, right? Or – Maybe one of my ancestors was a closeted person that was forced into a marriage. I don't know. So to deny that we have queer ancestors is also, like, not something that we should go into when looking for the past or for ancestor veneration, right? I don't know what your guys' spiritual practices are, but I that's how I find a lot of acceptance with that because I don't know. But what I do know is how I feel, and what I feel is 
all I can really go off of. So unless they come and talk to me, I'm, I have no way of knowing. But my feelings are saying that it's okay. So I have to accept that, that that's okay. Because my mom is like that. And I know like whenever things happen, past, whatever, spiritual, whatever, I know that she's going to be accepting of me and anything in the future, you know? And even if she won't now, just know that in the afterlife, you have time to reflect and you have time to like really think like, oh shit, like some of the shit I was doing was terrible. And when they pass over, it's not necessarily the same angry person that they probably were back then, you know? So, because I have on my altar, my grandparents I never met, but I still feel loved and connected to them. So that's my relationship with my parents. Um, my dad doesn't care, but men don't care. He's just like, don't go to jail. And I'm just like, okay, dad. <laughs> talk to so, you next time. <laughs> talk to you later. Like, that's, that's really it. So my mom has been a very long work in progress and there's so many wounds and like, you heard me crying. Like there's so many things that I still feel, but I know that if, she, when, you know, the deed happens and she's not here anymore, I know that I told her everything. I told her all of my feelings. She has no doubt in her mind how I feel because I said all of it. And so does she. And that's what I tell her all the time is that we're having these conversations because we're being honest. And like, I love being honest. Maybe it's not, it's good for people, but I, I was talking to my mom and she was just like, I just need honesty from you guys. And I'm like, that's all I need too. I was like, even if it's not good, I just need honesty. And for us to have that relationship now, when I never thought it was possible, I thought I was losing my mom. I think that's telling and me saying that she's 79 is also saying like, it's okay. Like it'll happen for everybody. And if not, you have to accept that it's, that's just not their journey. And like, like I, like you, you said, like they have been Catholic longer than you've been their kid or they've been religious longer. And I don't know what it's like to believe something so much and then meet someone that goes against that, that I love so much. I've yet to, I mean, I've yet to, meet one of my uncles or cousins that's a Republican. So I, I, don't, I don't know what that's like yet. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so enough about my sob story. What about you, Indura? Indura. That's what I said. Yes, Indura. Indura. Hello, hello again. Indura. I am Indura. Oh my um. God. <laughs> yeah, what, a, what, about, what about you? Tell us about... Uh, your life. About who um, you are. Yeah, do your parents know you're gay? What's up with that? Yeah. Oh yeah, they and is that gay. significant to you? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also a very stubborn, passionate person. So Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpio oh. <laughs> Um so then I did accidentally come out. It was my fault though. I don't know. Accidentally. Yeah. She wanted to. Oh, oh, no, I she's, didn't. Like, she's like, she slipped out the closet. <laughs> yeah, I slipped out of the closet. Um But that's not the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> um I I like I I sent like a text to them that was meant for my girlfriend and it was just like a whole thing. Um and then I went home and then my dad was like visibly upset. Like I've never seen his face look like that ever before and he just asked me flat out and I guess he he already had an idea because I was hanging out with you know my girlfriend quite often so he kind of put two and two together and my mom was in denial she was like what no I know my daughter she's not gay what are you talking about Mm -hmm. um so then he like sat me down and he's like blah 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 blah. like are you gay and I was like well will you still love me (laughs) (laughs) if I'm gay and he's like, that's not the question I asked. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Anyways. Let's not change subjects here. <laughs> you um, gay or what? So I was wow. like, 
I confirmed like, yeah, I'm gay. And then I, I had to go back to school because I was in college. Uh-huh. And then I came back and then that's when my mom, I guess he told her because the whole day she was like, no, she's in denial. So then she confronted me in my room and she's like, is this true? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like Audrey, like my ex, her name is Audrey. Like, she's not a good hey, friend. <laughs> um, she's not a good friend to make you gay, blah, blah, blah. Um, not knowing that I was the one that pursued her. It's like, no, mom, I'm the demon. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then um, I grew up Catholic, too. Like, I went to Catholic school. We went to church. Like, all the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So then she started. Are you confirmed? Throwing- no. Oh, okay, good. Damn. And that was the... Well, the yeah, yeah, I didn't do that I either. Am. <laughs> we know. <laughs> well, you're never going to be able to complete your cycle, girl, because the I next know. one's marrying the church. I can't marry the church. They're going to marry your dyke ass. Actually, there are some churches now opening. Catholic? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, there's one in uh, Give me names. Baldwin Park. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right around the corner. Yeah. Why, why wait? Jackie, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do they think? Uh, you were saying how... Catholic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then my mom... Uh, she just started saying stuff for, like from the Bible when she she wasn't that religious she was just like doing it because that's how she grew up wait so when they sat down they both of them were with you oh uh, well they my dad tried to come in the room and then my mom was like no I need to talk to her oh. so then she kind of took over the conversation and she's like you need to quit your job because I was working with I was working at Subway with her mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my girlfriend at the time um, and she's like I need to see your resignation letter give me your keys give me your phone and then she's like, you need to date someone. You need to date a guy just to make sure. And I was like, but what if, like, what do you mean? Like, I am sure. And then how am I supposed to get with my back with my girlfriend if I'm dating? Like, it didn't make sense to me. And she's like, well, it makes sense to me. So I, like, typed out my resignation. But I had already decided that I'm just going to leave. So I left <laughs> the next morning. And I lived with my uh, ex-girlfriend for a few months. And then uh, Mother's Day was coming around, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't not see my mom. So then I, uh, I went home, and I brought like this whole, uh, what is it, edible arrangements. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my dad was very happy to see me, but my mom could not look at me. So then I went to the room, and they were both talking to me, and he's like, you didn't even give me a chance to like, blah blah blah. And the whole time, I thought that everything that my mom was saying, he agreed with. Um, but he said that he just needed time to process, and he was okay. But, like, that's just not the energy I had thought at the time. So mm-hmm. I was like, if you're going to make me hide who I am, I'm leaving. I'm going to take care of myself and my relationship and blah, blah, blah. So then uh, my mom still had a really hard time with it, and she's just like, I love you. Like, we'll figure it out and whatever. So time goes on. And they, it's like nothing happened. Like they don't talk about it. Nothing. It's like I'm not even in a relationship. Now? No, no. Oh, sorry. That I was in a five year relationship, so it was like oh. <laughs> it was like a long five time. Five years. Yeah. Also, we need to talk about why are lesbians such a long relationship? Anyway, that's, a that's a different. That's a different topic. Yeah. That's okay. a different topic. Um, <laughs> so then, wow. uh, that relationship, I, my parents didn't really. They weren't really involved. So then, when I got into a new relationship, I was even more adamant about them accepting me or not accepting me just acknowledging me Mm -hmm. so then when I would introduce my last girlfriend around and my mom would be like oh yeah this is Indra's friend I would step in and say no this is my girlfriend and I would be very upset (laughs) Um, and then like after a while she like (laughs) 
She wrote on one of my Instagram posts uh, that I had posted of me and my uh, ex-girlfriend. And she's like, oh, I get it now. I'm so sorry I did this, blah, 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 blah. And on like, Instagram? Right, for everyone to see. Mom, Instagram is still there? Oh, wait, so it was, it was a front. It was a front. Huh? Was it a front? No, I oh. think it, it was. It's just it was just her journey of coming to acceptance. Oh. I know it's still difficult for her. Oh. Um, my dad is a lot more easygoing about it. I think I think he actually read about it because he was in like college, mm. uh, getting his degree, and he was talking to me about some things he was learning at school. Mm. So I was like, oh wow, like Aww. you know, daddy doing the work. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was like wow. understanding terminology and stuff, and I was like, wow. Wow. Did you care about me? Wow. <laughs> what a what a change that was. Um, but my mom, I mean, from from the beginning, we've always had a very disconnected relationship. So to be something that she didn't want me to be made it even that more difficult. Um, but I'm very stubborn, so I tell her like, "This is how this is how it is. This is how it's gonna be," and you know. You gotta respect it. You just yeah. have to respect it. Yeah. What does she like now? When you like call her, when you see her, she like so you still gay? Yeah. Does she <laughs> ask her, like, are you yeah. talking to anybody? Yeah, she'll ask. Um, it's more of a natural um, conversation now. It doesn't feel like tiptoeing or okay. or avoiding it because that's definitely how it was before. So I'd be like, yeah. By the way, I'm dating someone. Yeah. <laughs> their name is this. Yeah. Um. Or I'd be like, hey, do you want to meet their family? Blah, blah, blah. And I think through time, because like, I have been in very long-term relationships. So she's had plenty of time to practice. Yeah. We know. That's on brand. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so now I think it's a lot more natural. And it feels like I'm just a, a person that's you know dating people and in relationships. And it doesn't feel like a, a, a significant thing mm. that I'm gay. But it's been a journey. It's been a long journey. That's hot. Um, so let's end this with, I know it's hard because we're also working through it, right? But if someone who's listening that says, oh, I have a really close, rel- I have a close experience to one of us who just spoke, what advice would you give to someone who is going through that right now? Let's start with the fastest one here. Um, Brie. <laughs> oh, wow. um, I would say, you know, give your parents the benefit of the doubt. Don't automatically assume the worst of them or don't automatically assume that they're assuming the worst of you. Like just trust in that feeling, that that love, that warmth, just it's okay to lean into it. And, you know, it is real. Like just trust in that and, you know, give them that space, give them that credit, like give them that room to grow and, you know, recognize when they are growing. It's okay to let your guard down. Trust yourself. Trust your instinct. Loves it. Advice. Hmm. Don't back down. (laughs) I mean, that's true. That's true. You have to be persistent. Because, like, for me, I love my family so much that I need them to see me. See me for me. So that's why I'm a little more strong-willed about things. So I don't want to let things go. And I think other people should, you know, uh, come to a place in in, in themselves where they can be like, this is me. I want to talk about it. I want to be honest. I want to have a conversation and I don't want to shy away from it. So I think, yeah, don't back down. <laughs> Love it. Don't back down. We need, yeah. we need the little fighters out there. Yeah, I agree with that. I, my, oh, wait, did we ask? Yeah, no. I'm going to step. I'm oh, going to oh. not back down. <laughs> <laughs> my tips to the, to the gays and to the people listening is... The gays and the babes. The gays and the babes. I, I would say take your time for sure. 
I would also say question everything and yeah, that you don't have to do or be anything that you don't want. And I think having conversations like this, um, whether you look for them like on the internet, on the media, through books, um, podcasts, or actual friends, I think is helpful because then you kind of listen to yourself and you also get other people's POV who, who may be able to relate to it or may bring something to the table that you've never thought about and can kind of provide maybe clarity if you find confusion or you're troubled or you're just in a state of um, just not feeling happy with who you are for whatever reason. I think it's definitely helpful, yeah, to to be able to have these kind of dialogues and, yeah, to kind of be nice to yourself too. I would say that. Yeah. And I'll end with... Love yourself, bitch. If you can't <laughs> love yourself, <laughs> how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Take it <laughs> Let the music play. No. <laughs> um, uh, but no, but honestly, though, like, I think once you accept yourself, and uh, there's a lot of aspects that we need to accept of ourselves. Let me get that straight. But if your sexuality is one of the main ones that you're trying to accept, start there. And then once you accept it, you won't need to find acceptance from other people. And then the healing can really grow because some families just will never get it. And your that might be your journey, but that's okay because as queer people, we find family in like other people, right? We find that support in each other. So as long family doesn't have to be blood, it could be, you know, the phrase blood is thicker than water is that's half the phrase. That's half of it. It's true. The other half is wait, blood is thicker than water, but the but the water, water of the cover But the water of the womb? Wait. Wait, but the blood of the womb is Hold up. Demonic Add some oil in there. Oh. <laughs> but the oil does not mix well with the water. Oh my god. No. <laughs> okay. The quote is blood is thicker than water, but the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. I knew it. There. So yeah. that that what that means is that family is anyone you choose to call family. Yeah. It's not because of whatever ties yeah. you think. Yeah. And with that, Alex, <laughs> you want to add anything in there? Our featured guest in the background. <laughs> nah, I'm good. He says I'm, he says, I'm asleep. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right.